fulfilled life project. I'm Chrysanthi Finn, a wife and mama of three littles who is massively passionate about finding fulfillment in the ordinary and helping you do the same. The intention with this podcast is to have you leaving every episode feeling fired up for life, ready to find joy in the ordinary and ready to ditch that same stuff, different day mindset. Let's get fulfilled. What you seek, you shall find. I know you've all heard that before, right? What you seek, you shall find. I want to talk to you about it. I really do because this is something that is on my heart. I think that so often we feel stuck. We feel drained. We feel down. We feel stressed because we focus on those things. What you seek, you shall find. If you're looking for it, friend, you're going to find it. If you're looking for the good, you're going to find the good. And if you're looking for the bad, you're going to find the bad. We are here to talk about living a life that is fulfilled. And I'm here to tell you, as I say in the intro to this, if you live a life where you are expectant of same stuff, different day, you are going to live a life that is filled with the same stuff, different day. How powerful is that? Obviously, there are going to be circumstances, right? I've talked about this so many times that God did not promise us a smooth sailing life here on earth. He never says that. But we get to choose how we react to things. We get to choose how we spend our days for the most part, right? And so what you seek, you will find. I, it's funny, I'm, I'm recording this and I'm looking up at my wall and I have something up, up that says, it's a good day to have a good day. And how appropriate is that for this? What you seek, you shall find. It's a good day to have a good day. If you want to have a good day, you can choose to have a good day because here's what's going to happen. We have 24 hours in the day. When something comes at us, we get to choose how we think about it. Before we even react to it, before we even take action, before we even move our bodies, what is our immediate thought? Let me give you an example. I have been sleeping in in the mornings. Um, I am someone who usually prides myself in saying, like, I wake up really early. I'm an early riser. I'm most productive in the morning. I wake up at 4.44. I have a thing for fours. Um, And over the last, I don't know, probably like two months, I guess since the kids have been on summer break, I have not been getting up to my alarm. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's, I don't know why. I have it set. It does not go off. It does go off, I guess. But anyway, I don't get up. And at first I was like getting so frustrated with myself. And then you know what? I was like, hold on a second. How can I shift this? Because clearly my body is benefiting from sleep. We know that there are plenty of studies out there that we need to rest. Second, Speaking about the word rest, if you remember a couple episodes back, or if you've been following me on social media, you know that the Lord has been telling me to rest, right? I've shared that pretty openly that I've been feeling like everywhere I turn, I'm getting the message like you should rest. And so when I finally decided to shift my perspective and go, you know what? 
How can I be grateful for that time? How can I be grateful for that extra sleep? How can I change things around so that instead of being mad at myself or waking up feeling flustered and stressed and anxious about the things that I didn't get done by getting up two hours earlier, how can I instead be grateful? How can I instead just change things around? And I decided, you know what? I'm going to embrace this. My body enjoyed the rest. I'm going to thank God for that extra sleep. I'm going to thank God for that extra flexibility in my schedule that allows me to rest. And instead of starting my day stressed, I'm going to start with a grateful heart. And that made all the difference in the world. I also think about this when I think, you know, what you seek, you shall find. We get to choose who we surround ourselves with. We get to choose who we spend our days with. Now, maybe you are working and you have some coworkers that are negative or a boss that's terrible. And so you're like, well, I don't get to choose that. Okay. Uh, uh, What I'm going to say about that is you can still choose how you react to it, but let's move on from there. Let's think about your social lives. Let's think about your community. Let's think about the people that you choose to spend time with. You get to choose. So if you are finding yourself saying, oh, these people are all so negative or, oh, everything seems so heavy right now or, oh my gosh, there's so much drama. If you're looking for it, you're going to find it. If you are looking for the person who's complaining about the weather, you're going to find it. If you're looking for the person who you want to commiserate about um, whatever is going on in the world, I mean, pick from the laundry list of issues, right? You're going to find it. But if you choose to surround yourself with positive vibes, if you choose to have a positive outlook on life, if you choose to live with a grateful heart, then you will find those things. You get to choose. What you seek, you will find. If you go around saying, oh, the world is just such a terrible place right now, then okay, you're going to find more of that. But if you focus on the things you want to see more of and do more of and be more of, you're going to find those things. I choose to surround myself with positive people. I choose to live in a little bubble. I've talked about this a few times where I don't watch the news. Some might call it being um, complacent or naive or living in a bubble, but I'll take it because I have chosen this life. I have prayed for the things that I have now, and I know that God is blessing me with them, but I also know that I'm I'm choosing to um, focus on the good. I'm choosing to say, wow, I live in a great community, and if I can support local and stay local and feel that um, comfort and safety in, in this wonderful town, then I'm going to do that. If I want to feel fear and doom and dread and all those things, I can turn on the news. What you seek, you shall find. If you want to find the problems, you will find them. But if you want to find that glimmer of hope, go look for it. Yeah, it might be like finding a needle in a haystack. But if you look hard enough, you're going to find the good. You're going to find the good person. You're going to find the good um, deeds. You're going to find the everything that you are looking for, you will find. So choose to look for the good. And when you choose to look for the good and you show that good and you share that good, you're going to create more of it and there will be more to go around. I hope that makes sense to you. I think that so often we crave a life that is fulfilled. We crave a life that is happy. We crave something different than what we have. But instead of going out and getting it, we become a victim of the circumstance. Don't do that. 
What if we all take an action to live the life that we want? What if we all take action to create more in the world of the good, to create the hope that we so wish for? What if it's just the on the other side of you finding it? What you seek, you shall find. So friend, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? Go out and find it. Let's get fulfilled. episode, I pray that you are leaving here feeling more fulfilled than ever, that you are ready to go out and live your best life. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you go ahead and share it with your best girlfriend. Put it on your social media and tag me so that I can thank you for helping to spread the word about the Fulfilled Life Project. Until next time, girl, see you later.